Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around. Pain. Not the pain. The pain of being dead. I can feel myself rot. It's reading right, man. Look, you're not reading it right. Um. Shit. Welcome back to Video Dread Podcast. This week, uh, we're going to do Wishmaster. This is another one of Dustin's favorites that I have to admit that when this came out, I despised it. What? Yeah. I thought this was like garbage can because it was Wes Craven. And I don't know. I just thought he had more oomph behind him than something like this. Well, he just produced this one. I don't know. You stick your name on it, though. Yeah. Well, Did you not have faith in Wes Craven in the 90s? No, I hated Scream, too. Oh. Well, you know, we're all entitled to our opinions. Hot yeah. take. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, so, burn uh, my hand. Dude, the Wishmasters, uh, I love them all. They get worse, but this one, this one's the best one. This movie rules. It's everything I love about horror all in one movie. The special effects are insane. The CGI I, is laughable. Yes, <laughs> laughable. I, I don't even remember how many of them there are. Is there I like think, six? I feel like it's like the Scorpion King franchise. I think there's, <laughs> there's just like I, nine of them. I think there's four. I know there's definitely three. Yeah, because the, the last one, the fourth one, is called Prophecy Fulfilled. Yeah, like I like the first and the second one. The second one's really good, too. We might have to um, do that one because it is I, almost, it is pretty close. Do you know who yeah. directed the final one? Chris Angel. You're fucking lying. Really? Are you ready? <laughs> it's a, this whole franchise has been about me. I wonder if this is the same Chris Angel that I'm thinking about, the, the magician guy. Man, I really hope it is. That's who I was thinking of, because, I mean, if there's more than one Chris Angel, that guy's life is either going to be the shit or it's going to suck. Uh-oh. All right, everybody get your impressions out of the way real quick. Go ahead, All Andy. Right. Uh, I don't care. I did it. I'm fine. All right, go ahead, Daniel. I want to hear it. I, I never did it today. I was lying. I, yes, you did. Come on. Stop. We're all wishes. doing it. <coughs> wishes. Wishes. I can't get my voice that low. No, I can't. I can't. Like, it almost makes you, like, cough. Like, when you're doing that low voice thing when you're a kid, like, uh. Yeah, doing the grudge. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't do that. I don't sh- know why. Uh, let's see. Hold on. This shit Bro, has Bro, hit the fan, hasn't it? Oh, fuck. Dude, also, Human Wishmaster. Andrew Devolf, the actor who plays him, the whole movie, every time a woman looks at him, it's just like, uh, they're like instantly in love with him. And he has like these, he's got blue contacts in, but they're just like bright blue eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah. He looks like a bizarro Ray Liotta. (laughs) Yeah, he does. The thing that I remember him from most, and I didn't even realize it until recently is oh. 48 hours where he plays that biker that um yeah eddie murphy is fighting he's like yeah, the he main was, villain of that film he was also one of the main uh shitheads in great stephen king's graveyard shift like he was in oh yeah he was like the guy that like lost it at the end he was like no more no more yeah. i actually liked graveyard shift i love graveyard shift like a lot yeah Oh, by the way, that is not the same Chris Angel. This guy looks like Christopher Columbus. That's a fucking bummer. 
director Christopher Columbus. Missed out. Um, so the film itself is basically about a gin and, you know, a genie. But don't ever say that. That lady in this movie gets really pissed when she, like, tries to compare it to rubbing a magic lamp. Oh, yeah, she's really? like, no, that's not it at all. A gin like, is fear itself. Yeah. Like, you're a drama teacher. Calm down. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and he gets stuck in a gym. What is it? She said, what kind of gym? An opal? A gin and a gym. A gin and a gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm no gemologist. But she but is. It's like the farthest thing away from an opal that it could be. It's a full-on red ruby. It's like, oh, it's an opal. Like, that's not what it is at all. Yeah, so that... So, I guess for this podcast, we're going to go through all these wishes that this Wishmaster um, grants to people. Which, you know, kind of like the monkey's paw turn into something you don't really want. Um, oh, yeah. you got to watch what you say around the Wishmaster. Yeah, I mean, he tells you that, right? Oh, he not until the <laughs> end of the movie does he outright say, you need to word your I wishes word very you. carefully. Yeah. You could say, like, show me something super cool, and he'd be like, right on, I'm going to show you this, and your head would go up your ass and out your belly button. You're like, that's pretty cool, and you're like, yeah, but you're super dead. Oh. Also, really quick, this movie's loaded with awesome cameos. We got Ted Ramey. We yeah. got Tony Todd. We got Robert England. You have uh, Angus Scrim from Phantasm. Mm -hmm. You have, uh, what's his name from Phantasm? He's the, the shop. Ice, ice cream truck yeah. guy. Reggie Bannister, yeah. Where was and Angus Shrimp? I didn't he, see him anywhere. He is the voice was... actor at the beginning. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's the narrator. Um, also, Tom Savini shows up for like a few seconds in the pharmacy. Is that Tom Savini? Yeah, I had to like re research it. Like I stopped and I, and I read it. And I was like, that, it is him actually. Um, That's cool. And there's a couple other actors from horror movies and sci-fi yeah. movies. Yep. In there, uh, from like Day of the Dead, Aliens, um, ah, crap, who else? Um, fucking Transylvania 6 5000. It's just yeah, like a whole guy. weird mashup. Yeah, Radu. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like a cool little modge podge of, of people. Buck Flowers in there, who's like a uh, horror and cult movie mainstay, the bum. Oh, you... yeah, that guy, he's like in everything. Wasn't he in Back to the Future? It, yes, he was red in Back to the Future. Yeah, that's awesome. The um oh, he has some of the best lines in the movie too. I can't even remember crap, what he how he insults the gin. It's like no, he actually insults the the pharmacist, the guy, the ice cream truck guy from uh, Phantasm. He goes on a fucking big thing, and that he like really gives it to him, and then at the end, he's like, "Educated idiot." Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like my bald, you bald, what do you say, you bald baboon? Yeah, but he says something about him. Baboon. He was a, a piss complex child of a Chinese gangbanger or something. Yeah, I was like, what? Y'all have piss complexion, that's what he said. Wow. I don't but, even understand what that means, but sure. I don't either. But yeah, kind of. Uh, Kane like, Hodder's in here, did we say that? He's a security guard. Oh, no, I don't guard. think we did, yeah. Yeah, he's a security guard and so is Tony Todd. Hey, uh, Tony Todd's character has a really cool name, Johnny Valentine. Johnny Valentine. So you can remember when people ask you what happened to your eye. Makes me want to carve out my own eye so I can just <laughs> tell people that Tony Todd stabbed me in the face, but he was actually Johnny Valentine. 
Johnny. I love that. I, like, name's Valentine. Johnny Valentine. Just like uh, Joe Grizzly and that horrible Rob Zombie Halloween. I love Ken Forey, but that was a badass character. Yeah, that yeah, that was one of the shining lights of that movie. <laughs> and then I started to kind of black out afterwards. I'm like, ah, I want to forget this. Somebody's doing dishes. Shh. <laughs> Working. Um, Jesus. Rude. <laughs> Rude. I don't know. So the Jin is on Earth. Well, he comes in through the statue. Blah blah blah. They find a gem. He is. Released by some drunk fucking, what's his, uh, like he's a, a crane operator? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, it's a, who turns out to be Joe Pilato, who played Rhodes in Day of the Dead, the the sergeant, like the oh, guy yeah. who was ripped apart at the end, yeah. the asshole sergeant. He yeah. looks so different, man. I know, he's like super, like, boozy weight <laughs> yeah. problem, like, dude, Rhodes fell on hard times yeah. after he got tore to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you meet Robert England first off and Ted Raimi are together that's the first two cameos you see right, right. yeah but before that they're in um, if we want to get to the wishes they, before that they're in Persia back in ancient times and it kind of shows the djinn trying to take advantage of a sultan or a king sultan king but the the first wish that I know of this movie is he, the sultan asks the djinn to show him wondrous things right so this and just boy does he yeah right really cool special effects um there's he basically just starts mutilating everybody in this castle or this palace yeah people start turning into trees a dude gets sucked into a wall um one dude turns into like a freaking snake alligator there's this one it's like my favorite this dude's skeleton like rips out of his body and starts attacking other people. That is people. my favorite one as well. That's and, awesome. And also, this shit looks really cool. Like this is like 1997. This is the height of K and B effects. Yeah. Like this is this is like Greg Nicotero, Howard Berger, uh, you know, Kurtzman. So it's like super well done for the time period. Um, yeah, you got all this cool shit that's happening in the background. When that skeleton jumps up out of the body, you know, it rips itself out of its own skin. Yeah. And stands up, and it kind of cuts into this. It feels like a Clash of the Titans, like yeah, yeah, like claymation for a second. It's really cool. <laughs> My favorite part was when it grabbed onto that dude's back, and you could just tell that it was just an appliance. <laughs> like it wasn't alive; it was just hanging on. The guy was like, "Ah, it's on me!" I was like, "It's not. You could just let it go. It's a belt, probably. <laughs> it's it like it probably cool. is tied on tied on you with a wire, and you're it just shaking. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. We go back into present time. What is, who's the first person that Jen meets and gives? Is it the homeless man? The first wish that he does. So Alex, some uh, she ends up with the gym, and she's appraising it and takes it to this guy who's like her best friend that wants to be more than that. And he analyzes it, and uh, in doing so, it, well, the first person to like touch it and mess with it is Alex, freeing him, but the guy um, breaks the gym, and I guess that really lets the gen Oh, out. yeah, he puts it in that fucking machine. Yeah, blast laser. it with a CGI laser. Which I thought looked hilarious. It was terrible. Like it, it bursts into four pieces. It looks like a door opening. And it's like... <laughs> but, uh, yes, that happens. And so the gen arrives, 
shit break, breaks all around them, and now that guy is squished by machinery, and he's dying, basically. And the gin is in baby form, and it's like... It, oh, that's I, Vern Troyer. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, it is. Holy, Holy shit. shit, that's awesome. I forgot that, because I was like, damn, is that the is that the worm from Poltergeist? But it looks like something from Mars Attacks. And then I looked his, it up, and it's Vern Troyer. <laughs> his, skin, his skin, it looks like one of the gremlin cocoons yeah. like from Gremlins. <laughs> it does. Oh, no, so he's there in baby form and, like, almost a cocoon, and he's, like, talking to the guy, and he's like, "Would you? the pain is exquisite, isn't it? Don't you wish you were free of that? And he's like, what? And he's like, do you wish? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you wish it? And he's like, yeah, and then so he just dies. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Fuck. He says it, like, erotically. He's like, Yes. I'm like, ew. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's squished our shit so he doesn't have much air in him. So, yeah. Kiss me, Jin. Jin, kiss uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that sleazeball auctioneer owner. Uh, he kind of looks like, what's his name from Reanimator? But when Alex is like, oh my God, there's something wrong with this, Jim. I have to take it to my friend. He's like, a test? Like a physical? It's like, yeah, exactly. No. Just like that. <laughs> no, like the, yeah, the, the owner of the, of the antique store, yeah. Fucking awful jokes like that, yes. Mr. Constant Wet Hair. <laughs> yeah. And he has a, a split part down the middle I of know, his he, head. He looks like a cartoon, like, a gangster villain. Like, I'll get you. Come on, Batman. I'll pee on you when you're sleeping. So there's one thing that happens in this film, and we'll go to the next wish in a few, uh, but why can she... I guess she can see him because she oh, let him out. Is that right. why? Right, so you see this yeah. throughout the movie. Every time the djinn grants a wish she experiences it or she sees a vision she acts like she's like just in pain you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah and apparently she go ahead she's telepathically linked to it in some sort of way because she was the one because every time that something happens like she'll hear the voice of the djinn saying like you woke me and because she was the first one to fuck with the gym i guess so yeah it's kind of on her She's like, here's a blemish. Let me rub this gem a little bit in here. Now she's awakened. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm cursed forever. Damn, I should stop my rubbing abilities. Even though it's exchanged hands multiple times. Yeah. Also, let's go ahead and mention that uh, once... So uh, once he the Jin grants that first wish, he is now formed into adult Jin, and he sees the broken up Jin, and he says, "I claim that which is mine," and like reforms it. So now he has his own gem, and his mission yeah. now is to find Alex to to grant three wishes for her, so he can like bring about the apocalypse, basically an age of the Jin that rule the earth and put us all in hell basically. that's right because one time he does something to robert england it's kind of the same thing that happens at the beginning he w- grants him a wish the quote is oh my god he's like not yet <laughs> <laughs> also alex her sister reveals that apparently there's been some serious psychological problems with alex in the past so it almost sets you up for like well, she it, just uh, batshit crazy anyway. Yeah, she yeah. has uh, PTSD. Like, her, her sister, and their parents were in a house fire. Her parents died in the fire, but she was able to get her sister out. So she has... she. They uh, talk about how she's gone to therapy and stuff before, and that she's, you know, uh, a little fucked up from it. And then she sees her best friend who gets killed, who's this guy who wants to date her. In a vision. 
Yeah. Well, and then she goes and sees him in the body bag laying on the floor, and she's like, oh, my God, is he dead? And I should have like, no. went on that day with him. Maybe he'd still be alive. Ah! I know. She, like, viciously put him in the friend zone. Like, <laughs> yeah, she she, did. like he was like, come on a date with me. And she's like, let's go watch baseball. Well, no, she, like, she told no. him what's up. Like, look, I, I just need a friend right now. And he was like, nah, you need more than that. Like, I, I think he was aggressive. Uh, oh, yeah. He's like, take my ridiculous felt hat with the big... Oh, yeah. He, he felt buckle belt hanging off of it. He set the whole thing up before you even meet the gin, really. He's like, he takes his stupid, dumb hat and puts it on our head, and he's like, guess what, Alex? I've put a spell on you. Let's see if it works. It's my witchery yeah. hat. Now now, you're, now you're mine. <laughs> and you, If you take the hat off, it's like Frosty the Snowman. And if we'll, you lose the hat, you lose the power. And we, <laughs> it kind of comes back to that at the very end. We'll get to oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, I think the next one that I remember is the homeless man. So the gin's in like an alley. He's a homeless man. No, not yet. No. Nope. Wait a minute. You know, you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You are right. The home. The homeless man yeah. is next. Yeah. Buckflower. Ben, Buckflower ben comes into the play. The ice cream man from Phantasm. The entire series. He's like the only actor that returns to every single movie. He's like. You know, he's actually credited as Reggie Bannister in this movie. That's badass. So I guess. Yeah. So I guess he's like playing himself. As like a super pissed off at homeless people pharmacist. He's like, yeah, actually, that ice cream truck job, that was just my my hobby. I'm actually a fuck fucking that. pharmacist. It's like, fuck that, man. Fuck ice cream. Fuck tall old people, too. Fuck yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's a shithead to the homeless man. Old Red, whatever his name is. And Old Red, you know, we talked about how he like went off on that tirade. Well, he tells him he's outside uh, loitering. He's asking people for money. He's like following. That this shit lady felt in. real, by the way. I was like, I feel like I'm here with this dude tr- asking me for money. Yeah, no. He's hey, like, big man. He's yeah. like, you got any change? You got a dollar? If he got a dollar, I'll take five. Like he just kept on upgrading cents to dollar to five to whatever. And eventually, the pharmacist comes out and is like. Look, you need to get out of here. How many times I got to tell you that? And the uh, red is like, you don't own the sidewalk. And they get into an argument. And then all of a sudden, there's the gin, and he's like uh, talking to him. He's, you know, baiting him to make a wish. And he was like, Do you wish something bad would happen to him? He's like, Nah. Well, maybe him just get some, some terminal cancer. Said he should only get cancer and die. Yeah. <laughs> like, just only get cancer and die. That's a pretty quick death scene for him, too, because every Dude. time. Dude. He like immediately gets cancer. Yeah, like and melts cancer away. nine thousand. Yeah. yeah, and pus is running like, out of his face. He's like laying tumors bursting out of his yeah. hands. And the the homeless guy is just staring at the gin. Never b- once was he weirded out by looking at what the gin looks like, which he looks like a monster. Yeah, like but then all of a sudden, seeing the pharmacist die of rapid cancer, he's like. Like, who are you, Mister? Like, now that now that you now that I think about it, you look kind of bizarre to me. <laughs> Living on the streets has kind of fucked me up, you know, mentally in in how I see things. But man, now that I'm looking at it with cleaner eyes, I, I really wish I'd, crazy. W- I'd wish for some of my teeth back. <laughs> like you look like you look like living fucking meatloaf, dude. Like what the hell? What is the part where uh, I have a note that says, "Can I get fucked?" Oh. What are you talking about? Is that did you see that in the movie or are you thinking about part 2? No, I saw that in the movie. I don't know. 
Maybe something small that I heard somebody say. That'd be pretty funny if, like, the people that were standing over him while he was dying of just, like, aggressive cancer, like, one guy was like, oh, my God, can I get fucked? <laughs> uh, my, my favorite. Right quick before you die. My favorite Wishmaster wish is in part two whenever this guy, Wishmaster ends up in prison and he's with this guy and he's like, man, I wish my lawyer would go fuck himself. And then it cuts to, like, his oh, lawyer yeah. shows up and he's like, guess what? I found a loophole in your case. I'm going to get you out this week. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh. Oh, and his legs bend up behind him, and he starts fucking himself to death. <laughs> I awesome. super forgot about that. That's so cool. Damn. The next wish that I have on my list is the corner. The corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, some young kids. I guess he's it's some school or something, right? Because some kid it's, puts a jar of eyeballs in his face and runs off. Like, yeah, it's, like <laughs> a, it's like a medical college school, yeah. and the guy holds up like a jar of. The fakest jar of eyeballs you've ever seen in your right. life. And he looks like um, the guy that the wish happens to looks like a young Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. Yeah. He has, like, the curliest hair ever. No, I've seen that actor in, like, American Pie movies and stuff before. You've seen him before. I've seen him before. I'm just saying he looks... I think he looks like Sideshow Bob. I think Bob. he's in Road Trip. But, um, he's got the big poof. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, he walks in on the gin, cutting the face off of a cadaver, which and, is the actor that plays the gin, and his yeah. name Andrew Divoff. Yeah. And anyways, so as he's <laughs> the gin is just using his fingernail to cut off this face, by the way, and uh, the the medical student, whatever he is, is like, "Oh my God, what the fuck!" And the gin looks at him. He says, "It's my understanding." that you would wish not to see this. And he's like, uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden his eyelids are just now glued together. And he's like, I'm blind. My eyes. I mean, his eyeball or his eye sockets just kind of turn into assholes. Yeah. yeah. Just like he bubbles his eyes. <laughs> and so the, the gin takes the cadaver face, puts it on his face. And now he's in human form. Yep. Which is the actor. What it's if, just the actor without the makeup. Basically. Yeah, and his, he has a name, actually. His name is Nathaniel Demarest. 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 Nathaniel Demarest. I thought this was really cool. So, Robert England is like this eclectic collector of really obscure historical statues. in Amongst other artifacts. And amongst his statue collection you see a the gigantic version of the exorcist pazuzu demon yeah the big pazuzu in the background like ah message or throwback yeah i thought that was really cool which actually comes to light later so the whole time this is going on uh he's basically after alex and he's looking for her he ends up oh shit i forgot about this one the cop he goes to the cop station he goes to the cop station trying to find Alex's number from the cop. The head cop. Oh, man, this is I love this fucking scene movie, but it's the black guy. He played Frost in Aliens. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the, the he was one of the Marines in Aliens. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, Nathan- I kept looking. I was like, I know that dude. Lieutenant Nathanson. Yeah. So he goes there and he's like talking to him. And Frost keeps looking over his shoulder at this, this some fucking uh, criminal they got who's like all sketched out. And uh, Nathaniel is like, you know, why do you keep looking over there? And he's like, that, see that guy over there? He's dead to rights. And I wish I just had some evidence to nail him against the wall. 
And so, you know, Wishmaster is like, you know, like, hey, would that be something you'd be into? And he's like, yeah, yeah, totally. So the dude starts freaking out, starts shaking. Like, superhuman grabs a gun out of a, a cop's uh, gun holster belt and starts blasting people. Yep. And so he gets shot like 487 times. And then gets, and then so Wishmaster runs over and starts going through. This is opportunity to get the phone number for Alex, so yeah. he finds it. And so then the the guy, the, the the perp who got shot, wakes up and goes like, Rah! and super grabs, grabs a cop that's on top of him, puts his hand in his fucking mouth and rips his whole bottom jaw off. That shit is awesome. And so the guys are going like. Rah! <laughs> it looks so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah and then he gets that. shot up again. Like, yeah, he gets, there's so many bullets going on. But the cop yeah. does notice that he's taking that her little business card. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't looking. Goodbye. He wasn't looking for the phone number. He was looking. He didn't even know her name. So the name and her address on her business card. Yeah. Which leads to the next wish, where he goes after Alex to her auctioneer job first thing he runs into because he's trying to go into the building to talk to the owner and he runs into Kane Hodder who is runs into Jason Voorhees at the door yeah. he's like get the uh uh-uh. uh and he has a sweet <laughs> little mullet going on <laughs> no Kane it Hodder is- actually schools him for a second yeah, and because the the whole time the gin is constantly trying to bait you into making any kind of wish, or just he will say the wish for you. All you have to do is like, uh huh, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, you're not a head nod, yeah. or just like, hey, w- would that be cool? And you're like, eh. And so basically, uh, the the gin is like keeps going on and on and on with him, and he's like, don't you wish for something? And he's like, that you would walk away. You know, or get the fuck out of here. And so the gin is like, his body is making him walk away. So he's like almost he's like, doing the robot. And then he's like, You can see the gin's face too. He's like, God damn it. He's like, No, no. And he says something like, No, no, I have to get in. You, you're going to be in such pain later. And he was like, uh, Kane Hunter's like, Oh, I'd love to see that. He's, he's like the only way to get in is like through me. Oh you know, yeah, that's exactly that. that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's like oh, the only way you're uh, getting in here is through me, and I'd lo- I'd love to see that. I don't even know if he said wish, but he yeah, said he, it, and he was like, "Oh, you do." <laughs> and, yeah, Wishmaster's one eyebrow raises and goes, yeah. mm, as you wish. <laughs> yeah, so this is the first part where I'm like, "Holy shit, that CGI is awful." He basically turns into like clear. What is stained that? glass? Like church, like Kane Hodder stained glass. It's, that it's, screams. It's terrible CGI. And he basically just blows up. It's like the worst oh no, he world. walks through him, and then he he like breaks, and then the glass just flies everywhere. I wish yeah. it was in shitty 3D. I yeah, would have loved yeah. to have seen that glass fly. Like put on your glasses now. Yeah, like Freddy's but, dead. Like go now. Like put it on right now. Yeah, that was it. Was funny to watch, but definitely uh, terrible. The next wish, though, so he goes in, he finds the, the auctioneer, the sleaze guy, who's actually not too bad. He just looks really sleazy. No, you would think that he's going to, like, do sexual innuendos and be a pervert the whole time, but he's not. No, he's, he's, just, he's just a greedy dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's not even that Super bad. Super greedy. So he's he talks, not that bad. He talks to the gin, and the gin just wants her number, and he's like, nah, man, I can't do that. He's like, what could I do to entice you? Entice you? And he's like, well... I wish I had a million dollars. I wish you could give me a million dollars. Well, for, no, he he even gives him one for free. He like holds up like this uh, 
it's some artifact that's on his desk and he's like how would you like for this to be uh worth a hundred times its value and he's like oh yeah i'd love that and he just waves his hand over and then it's just gold he's like how the hell did you do that and he's like it's a family trick or something like that uh, family yeah. secret yeah something like that and, and he's, then he's and dr- then he's like how could i entice you and he's like hmm yeah, oh, I'm not a greedy man. How about a million dollars? Sorry, I just want he it, that guy got a bonus wish basically. No, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, and then the outcome of that is you cut to the sleazeball's mom signing her life insurance policy before she goes on an airplane, and the airplane blows up, and he gets a million dollars because his like, mom is killed. <laughs> like immediately, the plane blows up, like final destination style, like. Yeah. Like, plane takes off, ba-boom! And it's just gone. No, that shit is fucked up. I'd almost ha- rather have any other fucked up wish in this movie than my mom died because I wanted a million dollars. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, like, make me fuck myself. Make me do all <laughs> kinds of weird shit. hell of a life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> then my wife that walk is. in and fuck me. Like, I'd rather just fuck myself. As an fuck old man, just... I was like, who? The, how the fuck do you get a million dollar life insurance policy? That's, I know, that's a lot of money for 97. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just getting on a plane. Yeah. Like, I'm going, to, I'm going to Nashville. Ah, a million dollar policy. Like, oh, okay. That sounds about right. I don't remember the next wish. All right, let me, th- I know what it is. Tony Todd's coming up. No, no, no. Well, this is the next. We might, you might. I don't remember the order of wishes. I think we skipped a wish. Which one? The when he gets a suit. So he. Either, oh yeah, the girl. Either uh, he we did. A, we did skip. Okay, it. Yeah. so before he has his interaction with Kane Hodder or the uh, auctioneer business owner, uh, Andrew. Div- oh, sorry, the Jen goes to like nathaniel yeah nathaniel nathaniel my name is nathaniel (laughs) (laughs) he does not talk like he switches between like oh i'm I'm casually using my real voice to "Mm, don't you wish it but uh so he goes to like a, a very fancy men's clothing store and he's getting eye fucked by the lady that's helping him and ariala she's a yeah ariala it, it, I don't even know if she ever even told him her name. Not that the gin needs to know that. Well, she's wearing a name tag that's like a half a foot long. And this is her name. Like, damn, is that going to pull your shirt off? But it, yeah, anyways, he tries on a suit and he's like, do you like it? And she's like, oh, like, oh God, yeah. And you want to try on something a little tighter? <laughs> oh, wishmaster. And he's like, no, I'm not. I've been confined for way too long. <laughs> that's what he says. And then uh, she checks him out, and he talks about how beautiful she is. And he's like, but beauty's fading every day. No, doesn't that reality haunt you? And she's like, well, no, it happens to everybody. And he's like, but wouldn't you wish to look this beautiful forever? And she's like, in a, a trance by him, basically. And she's like, yeah. And then he's like, your wish is granted. Or as as you wish. And then he he just walks away with a big smile on his face, and this lady walks up and she's like where's the damn store clerk and it's she's a mannequin now and her eyeballs move yeah her eyeballs are alive and they roll back like everything oh. else is not like oh, just like no one can see this moving eyeball mannequin that looks just like the woman who has been who's been there since like nine o'clock this morning but it's really <laughs> funny because that actor uh, that plays the gin you know he's really trying hard to speak like the gin but whenever he's like being suave with her and he says her name he's like Hey, I love you. Ariella. Like, <laughs> like, hang on, a broke character. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to I'm do it. I'm a demon, I promise. Ariella. 
she's my she's my girlfriend in real life. I don't want to insult her. I gotta... Oh yeah, no, the gin is I fucking her too. I mean, the camera like zooms in on her butt as she's walking in front of him, but she keeps looking back, smiling at him. Anyways, that was the wish before Kane Hodder, security guard and auctioneer business owner guy now the gin has found where alex is she's also a uh a, a girl's basketball coach yeah so he goes to the gym where she's at he talks to her uh well it's kind of you know he does his gin sneaky thing which is not that hard to do uh alex's sister is there alex borrows her sister's phone to call the lady from earlier that knows about the gin that told her about them and calls her. She doesn't answer. Tells her she wants to meet up. The sister takes back the phone. The gin, you see he's sitting right behind her. He's like, oh, hey, can I borrow your phone? I'll pay for it. And she's like, oh, I don't give a shit. And so he takes the phone and uh, just does a redial of the previous number and listens to be like, oh, okay, this is where you're going next. Sits there and smiles. And then Alex sees him and has a moment. They do like a, dah, 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 you know, back and forth <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Um, so I, I'm trying to remember what the next wish was. Oh, he he goes to yeah he, he, he goes uh, to the it go, he goes to the lady's house, but you don't see that exchange with him and her, right? No, no. He goes into the the drama teacher's house, um, and then he sits down and he turns. He shows like the his real uh, his real image, like what he looks like, the gin, and then he has the ruby in his hand, and he looks down and he's like, I claim that which is owed, and that's when he like does the whole call in for all the souls, and that's when everybody starts, he starts charging the, the stones. So the teacher is kind of the Dr. Loomis of the film, in a way, she gives yeah. the background of the lore behind the gin to Alex, so she knows what she's dealing with. So he goes after her, I guess, and basically peels her face the fuck off right yeah like on the bed like all uh skinned up like fucking julia and hellraiser style after uh that it, they actually see each other from afar at the basketball game um the gin goes to the drama teacher's house and now he's assumed her form you don't know that just yet but the, alex shows up there and they're talking and the whole time it's just kind of casual conversation and but the drama teacher keeps like hey would you like a glass of water wouldn't you love that or wouldn't you love something to eat and she's like no i'm not thirsty i'm not hungry i don't want anything what is with this and then basically <laughs> the gin reveals himself and he's been trying to trick her into making a wish because that's his whole goal she needs to make three wishes so he can get what he wants and that yeah, first, he, the first one is the first wish that she makes is I, I want to know what you, what you are. right yeah and she she goes to his world gets chased by those fucking wishmaster dogs oh no wait yeah I called them um <laughs> she gets sucked inside the gym jogs and yeah it, yeah they look and like it's like pumpkin head yeah it like it, people are up on the walls like all event horizon style like everyone's like suffering in their own little section um and i called them like wish dogs or master dogs or the jogs and i'll and also i was like why do like Wishmaster and pinhead are the only ones have that have animals in the fucking horror world See, that's that's, like, is that's where my hellraiser comparison comes from I, there's a lot of that and when he's when they're in that gym in his kind of bottle quote unquote you're like you kind of see he's the master of all this pain and suffering you know and he's called yeah. out you know when you touch the gym 
and Hellraiser Pinhead is called out when you touch the box, you know? Yeah. So I wonder if, like, Hellraiser was based off the idea of the genie in the bottle. I guess it is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they kind of share the same kind of, um, I guess, relation to being... Like, you call on them and you get something, and it's fucked. With Hellraiser, it's it's more fucked because you immediately get just shot. Like, you get hooked and you get Pain. taken to hell. Yeah. Uh, with Wishmaster, you'll get a wish, and then maybe you'll live for a couple days to a week until, you know, the Wishmaster calls that favor in, and then you're super done. Um, <laughs> but apparently they, they both have catacombs and dogs, and also that Hellraiser dog um, reference comes from uh, Hellraiser Bloodline, which is fantastic. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I love that fucking space. movie. I don't care. Yes, I don't even care. I love that movie. Anyway, well, that I like that one too because you learn more about the the guy who makes the the yeah. configuration. Um, yeah, that one's cool. Anyways, getting back into Wishmaster, so she's in his world. You don't know her wish. She's just like basically like, okay, I got to see your home. I don't know what you are, and it's like, and plus, you're. Why are you here? I didn't wish for this. You're not supposed to be here. And he's like, that's when he re- says maybe you should uh, word your wishes more carefully. And she, so then she automatically uses her second wish because he's like threatening her sister, and he's like, okay, I wish to be in my apartment right now without you. Yeah. And so. Uh, that's her second wish right there. Kind of a dumb second wish. But um there she, just she is. She goes around she, screaming, Shannon, Shannon. Yeah, looking for her sister. She's not there. And now we get to where uh she's heading to Robert England's big fancy pants art party. That's right. And this is where Tony Todd's wish right. comes. Right. Tony in. Todd is a security guard working that event. The and the gin tries to get inside. Tony Todd, just like the other security guard, doesn't fall for his bait right away. And Tony Todd's really badass in it. You know, like I said earlier, I, I love it. He's like, the name's Johnny Valentine. <laughs> just so <laughs> Johnny you know, Valentine ain't having it. Yeah, so, like, so you can tell whoever asked you what happened to your eye, who did it kind of thing. And he's like, the gen is like, don't you wish for an escape? To a way out of here, this shitty life, just working for other people's big parties. Don't you wish you could escape? And he and Tony Todd's like, yeah, I guess I w- would like. To. Yeah, he said he says it also very whisperingly erotic, like the first guy, like yes, <laughs> like hi. And so he's like, as you wish. The gin smiles, walks away, and you. It's revealed behind the gin as he's walking away that Tony Todd is now in a glass tank filled with water in a straight jacket, chained up, and uh, the wishmaster says. It only took Houdini two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that. You, also, said, that's like right outside the party too. And, to, yeah. and Tony Todd's really hamming it up too. He's like rubbing his mouth on the glass, <laughs> <laughs> like his nose. Like, yeah. you also sound like Sling Blade when you did that uh, impression just now. Oh, you wanna get out? You wanna escape? <laughs> oh, you take me too, man. Sorry, I can't do the Wishmaster the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So. And then we go into the party, the big, this is the kind of like flash, what would you call it, like throwback to the beginning of the film. It ends how it kind of begins. It's like a, a bougie art party. Like at the beginning, it was just like a, probably some sort of a, a, a kingdom. It yeah. was like a, king, a, kingdom, a kingdom, a king get together. Right. So this, and he kind of, he basically corners, um, Robert England, who is the collector of all the statues and stuff, 
and gets him to wish for essentially the same thing that the Sultan did at the beginning. But yeah, you want to have a killer party? You shouldn't have said killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I knew a certain potentate who had such a party a long time ago. So, yeah. Potentate. And that's where Robert Ingram was like, oh, that party went down in history. And he's like, would you like to have a party like that? And he was like, I would love it. Sure. Or I'd die for it or something. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it, they use every chance to use <laughs> these, you know, anything to ham it up. And I love it. But um, the first so, the first person to die in there is this this woman is talking to another guy and says something about I wish you could see right through me and she turns into oh glass. no no she says she said they're talking and she says a line he's like that's not true and she he's like oh Donald you see right through me and then <laughs> she does turn into like something transparent so you can see through her. <laughs> And she shatters just, yeah. and rips this dude's face off. Yeah, his whole face gets fucking shredded. <laughs> Another dude's half face gets shredded. Glass is flying everywhere. That was... <laughs> that was really, yeah. I thought that was funny and really cool at the same time. Yeah, and then we come back to the Pazuzu statue, and it has... The snakes on it have, have come to life and starts attacking this dude, bites this dude in the fucking face, and, like, morphs into his face, oh, and yeah. starts attacking people... The piano wires come alive and start attacking people. Rip that dude's head off. Yeah, rip this dude's head off. The fireplace like starts burning the shit out of people. Yep. Like it turns, it's like uh, the the club scene in like Hellraiser three when everything starts. It really is everybody like up. that. Another yeah. Hellraiser comparison. I'm yeah, I'm telling See, you, man. It's, it's all linked together, dude. I'm telling you, I'm I, I'm being. Wes Craven hates Clive Barker. We get it. Well, Clive Craven. Wes Craven doesn't have original ideas, apparently, except for one. Wes Barker. Um, Craven Barker. Yeah, so the party, yeah. What? So the party just kind of gets fucked up, right? Yeah, it's turned all to hell. It's awesome. You see awesome special effects the entire time. Different people, like, their faces are skewered or just deformed. They're melting away. Robert England throws up what looks like afterbirth of himself. It's like Poltergeist 2. Yeah. Like when he, yeah. Craig T. Nelson throws up the fucking preacher alien. And then um, she, Alex, like, knocks over a vase and stabs, because it grabs her leg, and she stabs the tentacle off and runs off. And this is kind of one of my favorite and most hated parts of the film, is when all the statues, like... Come alive. Start coming oh, alive. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, this whole scene is, it's a lot. Well, it, the scene starts off with like the security people coming down the, mm-hmm. coming down the hallway. Oh, they're the hallway. protecting. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, we're missing something here because it's cut. It's like there's one security guard left protecting Alex and he's backed up against a painting of Jack the Ripper and it cuts to the Jin's face and he's like, mm-hmm. well, that's and after. Me. And he that's made, after they all come down and the statues fight him. I know they're like in a corner up against that fucking yeah. painting, and all of a sudden Jack the Ripper jumps out, and he doesn't just stab the security guard; he just bops him in the head with his cane, and then opens up his medical bag, takes out his knife, and starts carving away. At that him. knife, yeah. you know, that knife is the knife from Cobra. Yeah, the, yeah, the that, bad yeah, guy. <laughs> it has the spikes yeah, can... on the, the, the knuckles, and it's like, yeah, it's carved. Yeah, you curved. Can... You could buy that knife at fucking Dragon Seed at fucking <laughs> Four Seasons Mall. The fucking, um, the, the lead security guard, though, is uh, fucking Howard Berger. Uh, the special effects guy? The, the, the B in K&B effects. Nice. 
I didn't yeah, know so that. He's also, yeah, he also did the effects on this. And all. Dude, was, this whole movie is a hodgepodge of horror. Like That's royalty. how it got made. Probably. It is. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody, you want to fucking be a part of this other person's movie? I'm going to produce it. Let's just do it. I think that's fucking like, awesome. This movie was probably, I would say, like the first kind of iteration of any kind of an, of expendables type situation of like horror. <laughs> yeah. Let it's, me get every B list horror movie guy and throw that make it that expendable. It's pretty. Yeah, it's it, pretty impressive, and yeah, it makes me like this movie more because, yeah, it's it's not bad. But the Jack the Ripper thing was funny to me. He pulled that knife out whenever I saw it. Jack I completely the Ripper forgot went to the flea about market that. before he came to this movie shoot. Whenever I was watching it, I completely forgot that happened, and I was like, oh my god, please don't tell me this happens, and it cuts immediately to the gen. He's like, <laughs> His teeth are, like, filling up his whole mouth. Like, he can't even open his mouth. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Jack the Ripper's mouth is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks super fucking cool, though. Yeah, like, it pulls it off. Yeah, so he makes the, the statues come alive and paintings come alive. The statues kill all the security guards. That was that was pretty cool because they're all different types of things. They're all different the, types of metals and woods and stuff. And also the the Spartan one. Uh, just to add a little note here, you can totally see the dude's face underneath his mask. Like when he's stabbing homeboy, you can see like his like human white skin mouth underneath. <laughs> it. Yeah, and they there's a part where um, I, oh it's coming up uh, where the that statue gets destroyed and you can obviously tell that it's made of rubber because when it sucks in like like it's supposed to be like metal it sucks in like a rubber suit you know what i mean did you notice yeah that? like yeah like it looks like it was a, a rubber appliance yeah. and the back was hollow and somebody like stuck their hand in and just like squinched it with their yeah. hand and pulled it or back she- at them which that's a good cheap effect and it yeah. works it looks like you're bending metal with another. Yeah. yeah. Put a little noise effect in you. Like, oh my God, it's so metal. So the final wish of the night is Alex's final third wish, which is impressive. If we can remember that character's name. She was really smart. She did put pull it together at the end. Who? Oh no! Wait, you got to You got to yeah, yeah. We 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 forgot about the uh, the one thing. Um, about him putting the sister in the painting on fire. Oh, yeah. And then I want I want Dustin to say, like, what oh. Wishmaster says. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. I would love to do that. All right. So now, uh, basically, the Wishmaster's like, Alex, make your third wish. And she's like, no, I'm not going to, because I know what's going to fucking happen. I'm not an idiot. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess you're just going to have to <laughs> oh! watch your sister die. I, mean, I can't remember the corny thing he says, but it's something about he her being yeah. trapped in a work of art. And it, then the camera pans, and it's like, oh, here's this painting. And it's his her uh, Alex's sister trapped in a painting with all in a house with all these like ghoulish-looking things behind her. And she's like, oh. And Alex says one of the best sons of bitches I've ever heard in my life. She's like, you let her go, you son of a bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jessica. He's like, wow, you really meant that. I just woke up everybody in Daniel's house. (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it's really fucking funny. But, um, he, he forces her to make it. He's like, he's like, come on. Come on, Alex. Time's running out. Um, so he's like, "Yeah, come on, Alex. Just you, your sister's gonna die, basically. And it's gonna be horrible. You really want that?" And uh, she's like, "I can't make the wish." 
Yeah, I can't do it. I'm sorry, Shannon. And you hear Shannon's voice, like, and then she just leaves. No, no, she's still in the painting, face still the same, but you hear, like, Merlix, why? <laughs> and uh, then the the gin says, All right, fuck it. It's like I always say, if you can't beat them, burn them, baby. <laughs> and now, now the, the the painting's on fire, and you hear the girl screaming, which takes Alex back to her trauma from the beginning of the film because her parents died in a house fire. She saved her sister. Now her sister's dying in a house fire. And she's like, okay, okay. I'll make my final wish. I wish that crane... Uh, lift operator wasn't drunk two days ago and the gin's like haha finally and he makes the wish and he's like oh no you tricked me finally someone got my goose they got me they got my goose y'all they got my goose fuck it someone mastered my wishes yes and yeah Alex is the wish master and, and so anyways all these things just start falling apart all the statues crumble in onside themselves the gin gets sucked through a portal and every and then it cuts to like everything is all, like it, it it cuts back to the beginning and well all the t- souls in the gym that he's taken yeah so they far. they're out now so everybody yeah, that's she, died that she likes or that are around her is back and so yeah, he get, yeah the gin's getting sucked back into the ruby and then she's like wish you never met me and then he's like Wah! oh yeah no thank you for remembering that line wait <laughs> i wish you never met me huh and uh he's like yeah yeah it's terrible cgi at that point but then it cuts to back to that day when the crane lift operator accidentally uh he was drunk oh, and dropped that box. okay so i gotta i gotta think about this oh, and he so killed team, doing the- ted Raimi. did we talk about that yeah, well, at the beginning, yeah, Ted Raimi gets smashed, as he does in, like, almost every movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, they go back to the, the beginning scene where uh, Rhodes is apparently, like, he's sober this time. He's gotten his life together. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to drink today. And then so, like, he's pulling the, the, the crane over, and he still bumps the cart. And Ted Raimi's like, hey, calm down. And then the, he's like, the let it down operator, gently. And he's like, the crane, ro- the crane operator no, the crane operator goes, okay. Got it. <laughs> like <Yeah>. acting. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay, guy. Got he it. does the okay with his fingers. I'm like, you're an actor, dude. Act. What the fuck? You were in like one of the best movies ever. What the fuck are you doing? Put put the crate down. Everything's fine. No gem coming out of it. Right. It cuts. It cuts back to Alex, and I think this is funny. I don't know if is, anybody. It's funny as hell. So did anybody notice? There's, it cuts back to Alex, and then her 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 best friend Josh, the guy that was asking her out on dates, the first person to uh, grant a w- or ask her for a yep. wish, basically. He is dressed just like Aladdin. He has a vest on. Shut the fuck up! Really? Yes, he looks just like Aladdin. I was wondering. I was like, "Why are you wearing a vest at work? Like you're a scientist, homie. Like you're not like a." It's like a, a brown vest a and a white shirt. It looks just like Aladdin. I wondered if you guys noticed. Also, that. <laughs> Alex is now all about him, and she oh, takes yeah. his hat and puts it back on his head. And it's almost like the beginning is now complete because he put a spell on her that they would go out, and he got his wish. So maybe. Maybe he is the true Wishmaster. Like, what are we doing tonight? And he's like, well, you know, I was just going to home and watch Alf. And she's like, no. He's Yeah, no. She, he almost seems perplexed that she asked him out on a date. He's like, you don't want to go get some hot dogs at a baseball game? 
No. <laughs> it's like he doesn't want it anymore, and she's like, "Can't can't wait to see you later," you know, and then walks out, and then it cuts to uh, them going inside that statue that the the rubies inside of, and you hear the gin laugh, and that's ah, the end of the movie. Ah, ah. Yeah, and then the the credits roll, and it's fucking Motorhead. All right, guys, since we're at the end of the film, let's hear everybody's like feelings on the film. You guys still in love with it like you were back in the day? Dustin, Dustin you go. Yeah. Oh, no, I love it now more than I even loved it then. I just thought, I remember the first time I ever saw Wishmaster was on Sci-Fi Channel, so it was heavily edited, but then I uh, went to Best Buy and I bought the DVD three-pack. There was a three-pack of the first three films at the time. and. Damn. Like that's how I got my Puppet Master uh, pack. I was drunk at a uh, a BP and they had. I was going to say I was at the BP. Uh, on <laughs> no, I was not I was drunk. Like, yeah. I was like seventeen. I did the same thing. I, know, I was I was a good boy at seventeen. My dad my dad might have bought it for me, and it was only because because of the third one. It said the box set was unrated, and it was like, oh, as long as it doesn't say rated R. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, no, it's fine. It's a it's a cartoon. It, it's but, Lord of the Rings. No, the third one, he, uh, Jen gets a little horny. There's a little nudity in that one. But um, no, I love all of those Gendic, movies. It's I'm it's just so cheesy wild. fun, but you know the first two, fantastic. Wishmaster, the original, is oh, uh, yeah, I love that movie, and I have a fun story. So, um, well, before Andy moved, all three of us used to go to a con in Charlotte or sometimes in Spartanburg, uh, South Carolina, every year, and uh, you know, for the past Bad. few years, yeah, it's been me and Daniel. And, you know, because of COVID and everything, we almost didn't go this year, but we decided to go for a couple hours. It's like, it, uh, it's always on my birthday weekend. Plus, what I, we've been had, doing for I my had birthday. a baby a month before that. So. Oh, yeah, and Daniel had a baby the So a we month couldn't before. stay, because we usually stay overnight. Yeah, no, it's it's normally the fun, one of the funnest... Days part, of the year? Times of the year, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we went, and um, as soon as we got there, you know, we did a quick walk around. There was like, gosh, maybe a quarter of the people there. And we went into the Q&A panel room, and it was Andrew Divoff, uh, from, who plays Wishmaster in all Wishmaster movies. Me not being a fan of Wishmaster, I was like, oh, God. Okay, well, we'll just sit here. Because I like to watch panels of anything, because panels are usually really awesome. And this was yeah. really spaced out due to COVID. So, yeah. like, I could almost barely hear him. And, you know, we kind of came in probably halfway through. He wasn't even talking about Wishmaster anymore. He was talking about being hours. on episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger and being kicked through a window. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it and was then he... really funny. And, oh, meanwhile, the vocalist from Incantation is in the in the room, too. Shout out what? Incantation. Hey. That is fucking cool. Yeah. And, um, a- anyways, so saw that and. We did our walk around and I saw I got in line to to meet Andrew Devolf, thinking, uh, you know, this is probably gonna suck. I, anytime I've met met some uh, celebrity from a movie I like, it's you know, it's fifty fifty. They're gonna suck, you know. And he Tom Savini problem. No, yeah, no. Yes. I st- I, there was probably Oof. I'd say about eight to ten people ahead of me, and I he would stand up and take pictures with people, but I did not see him do what he did for me, like. Me and Daniel are in line, and I gave him an, a thing that I wanted him to sign. It was a picture of him as the gin holding the the gem. To gr- it's actually the scene where he grants Alex's first wish, and um, he's you know I'm like he's like uh, so what's your guy's name? I'm like I'm Dustin. This is Daniel, and he's like Dustin, Daniel, 
Andy. He uh, signs the autograph, and it's awesome. <clears throat> it's awesome. He signs it his name. He signs to Dustin, as you wish. And he also signed Wishmaster, and he also signed Jin. It's like <laughs> signature on top of signature. Did he not sign Nathaniel? No, not Nathaniel. What a bastard. Yeah, I should have. Fuck that. Like, whoa, 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 <laughs> motherfucker. But, um, no, then, and I didn't, I, like, I guess I wasn't really paying that close attention at first, but he had two big rings on, one on each hand, probably, I think both on his middle fingers, and they were little gins. And he, Shut the fuck and up. He, really? Yeah. And so he, that is cool. And he's one of the cool ones. Sometimes you have to pay like additional money to get a picture and an autograph for him. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think the pictures were free, but autographs you had to pay something. So It was uh, like a combo. Yeah, it was a combo deal. Yeah, like, it was it was the only one I got this year, so it's was like, oh, I'm going to spend the money. And so he uh, came around the corner, and he took one of his rings off. And he was like, you want to do me a favor and hold this for me? And Daniel's just waiting to take our picture. And he actually he, told you to put it on. Do you well, no, wear he the did. Ring? Well, first he said, you want to do me a favor and hold this for me? And I held it, and he started telling me about what it was made out of and that he had sculpted it himself. And he was, and he was like, and I was just holding, and uh, Daniel was ta- about to take our picture, and I just held it in my hand. And he's like, you know you can put that on if you like. So I put it on my middle finger, held it up. And it's just ran. the most. I, I mean, I don't think I can think of a more badass interaction that I've ever had cool. with an actor. And he was just so fucking cool. Like I'll never forget that. And that just adds to my love of Wishmaster, Andrew Devoff. I love you, wishes. Oh, oh. Also, yeah. Like I, after that, I became obsessed with Wishmaster and looked up a lot of behind the scenes stuff on YouTube, which any you know anybody can access. And he does that character's voice. He brought that to the table, like. He's like, well, I feel like I should do this. And so he invented that, all the weird things. And I just, I love that when actors do that, like improv lines and all that that end up sticking. But yeah, sorry. Now, Daniel, what'd you think of the movie? I flip my opinion on it. I really like it. It really doesn't go anywhere. Like it's, it's generic. I ended up really liking it. The, the special effects were awesome. The acting wasn't. I mean, it was what it was. It just had a lot of character to it, right? It just felt fun, and it's short. It's an hour. Oh, it's tw- a breeze, man! It's an hour and twenty-nine minutes with the credits. So, I mean, it's not one of those films that drags on. It gets to the point, and I really like that about it. So, I yeah, I'm I'm pro. Yeah, it's only an hour and a half. Yep, Andy. Um, well. Every time I watch this movie, like this is a movie that I just I can put on um, if I'm like doing whatever in the background and just have. And when I hear it, I know what's happening. Uh, basically, this movie used to come on all the time when I was a kid at living with my parents. It would come on like HBO like every other night, and so I have like the fondest memories of like staying up late and just watching Wishmaster. You know, when my parents were you know went to bed, I was just like in there with my little fucking like eight inch color tv and with like my little cable box watching wishmaster um (laughs) so it just being like is it a perfect movie no but it's fun and i think that the the fun factor weighs out a lot more than it being cool and this comes at a time when like 97 where like a lot of you know schlocky fun shit you know was coming out and looking back on it now, like I never really deep dove on as far as like who was in it, who did a lot of the shit in it. Like 
it's like I was saying before, like the expendables aspect of this is, is huge. Like the amount of people that are in this for the time, the effects crew that is going uh, like KMB effects, especially now, Greg Nicotero is like basically the man like these days, like with the walking dead and like everything else. I mean, he learned everything he knew how to do like from Tom Savini, who was also the man. Uh, so you have all these elements at the time, and I think it's just a lot of fun. And anybody who loves horror, like loves Wishmaster. Like this is, I love the second one. Like I don't, I don't really super remember the third one. Um, I remember the second one. I remember like the whole casino and like all that shit. Uh, but as far as like the other ones, I mean, I don't have anything against it. But they're fun if you like fun, cheesy horror stuff. That's not like completely like a waste of your time and plus like you were saying like it's a breeze to watch like it's not like ah, i have to take off like two hours to watch this movie like it it, it keeps up the pacing it goes 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 like, like, it knows what you want to see it's wish after wish after wish it's no, it, yeah it's it's, it's like it, special it, effects and it's just like i said it has everything a horror fan would want in it like yeah i mean unless you're like it has to be serious all the time uh uh-uh. uh. No, yeah. this it, it has the perfect little dash of everything. This is uh yeah, like I love the recipe of this movie. And I hope we do Wishmaster two at least, because Wishmaster three might be too awful. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I wish like it, might, it wasn't it that bad. bad. As you yeah. wish. Alright, so basically <clears throat> consensus is for this movie, go watch it. It's fun. It's a love letter to all of your favorite actors from horror movies that got together in this one and had a really good time. Special effects, primo, and terrible at times. Just a fun ride. Wishmaster. And it's going to have all of you talking like the Wishmaster. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll be talking to your animals. You'll be talking to your significant others. You'll be talking to your boss or just strangers on the Your cats, your dogs, whatever. I, I mean, I talk to my cat that way, and then she just bites me, and I'm like, that's fine. Daniel, <laughs> did we ever get a Wishmaster impression from you? I don't feel like Yeah, I've did. done it in there. You can dig No, let me hear it one more time. You never did it. Come on. Jump over the keyboard, Dustin. Make him do it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my no, I can't do it. Daniel, I wish you wishes. Wish that's the best thing that he says. That was the second bit. Mm, wishes. I can I don't see how he can talk that way for that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like adding the ah to everything, kind of like the James Hetfield of fucking Wishmasters. Yes, ah, wishes, ah. <laughs> yeah, he does do that. It's really strange. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. Until next week. I wish you return for the next episode. Listen. Catchphrase. Listen. (laughs) Listen.